Welcome, listeners, to this Vetfolio educational podcast brought to you in part by Zoetis. This is your host, Matthew Lyon, and I'm pleased that you've decided to join us for this session where we'll be exploring how to put heartworm disease preventatives to work for your practice with our guest speaker, Dr. Chris Adolph. Aborted parasitologist and former practice owner, Dr. Adolph will share his experiences on the challenges and pressures facing clinics, pharmacies, and the roles that parasiticides play as a revenue source and what you can do to keep that business in your clinic. Please note that the information provided in this session is intended to provide you with practical and timely information to assist you as a veterinary professional. The views and opinions provided are those of the presenter and do not necessarily represent the views, opinions, or policies of Vetfolio and its sponsors. Now, let's dive into our session with Dr. Adolph. Thank you for that great introduction. As you heard from my introduction, currently I'm a veterinary parasitology specialist. In my former life, I was a practicing veterinarian and a practice owner, and I was a practice owner and practicing veterinarian far longer than I've been a veterinary specialist. So one of the things I want to cover today is the importance of not just heartworm, but all parasitology in general, and why does it matter to not only your patients, but also to your practice as well. One of the main reasons why I am a parasitologist today was because when I first got into veterinary practice, right out of veterinary school, what I saw was a lot of cases of parasitic disease, from heartworm to intestinal parasite to ectoparasites like fleas and ticks and mites. And I realized that I did not pay full attention to parasitology when I was in veterinary school. And so what happened was during the course of being an associate and then a practice owner, uh, seeing these cases commonly every day sparked a interest in knowing more about parasites, parasitic diseases, life cycles, diagnostics, treatments, and prevention. I had a great many areas of interest, but this one seemed to always be the one at the very top for a great many reasons. One, I wanted to do a better job for the patients that were in front of me. But then when I became a practice owner, I quickly saw that diagnostic treatment and prevention of parasitic diseases was a big chunk of what I did on a day-to-day basis and was also a big chunk of our practice revenue. You know, learning to be a veterinary practice owner and look at the bottom line and learning how to look at reports, 25 cents of every dollar that I made was because of a parasite, either through diagnostics, and this is the heartworm testing, the fecal flotations, the skin scrapings, etc., the treatments, the dewormings, the treatment of vector-borne disease, the treatment of heartworm. But a large chunk of even that segment was the prevention, the heartworm preventives, the flea and tick medications that I would recommend and send home. And so we really focused on this area, in particular, our heartworm prevention, because when I ran my very first heartworm audit, how many patients do I have, how many doses of heartworm prevention could I have dispensed, and how many did I actually dispense, I found that our compliance numbers were terrible. They were nowhere near what I thought they were until I sat down and looked at the numbers. 
this lack of awareness on my part led to many patients being unprotected and also many dollars of revenue lost. And so we developed protocols within our practice on how we were going to spend more time on educating clients on the dangers of heartworm, the prevalence in our area, why it was important and why patients needed to be on year-round heartworm prevention. And in addition to that, we needed to ensure that the owners were giving it on time and they knew the importance of this. Now, we ran into several roadblocks from a perceived lack of need to a ambivalence about the heartworm because this is on the inside of the body, not the outside of the body. People can't see this. All they can see is a blue dot or a red line, but we all know the devastating pathological effects that these parasites exert on any host's system. There was also cost issues as well. There were people who could afford some things but could not afford everything, and we had to walk that fine line as well. And then, finally, the biggest hurdle to this was once we all agreed, the veterinarian, the team member, the client, that the dog needed to be on year-round prevention, and we discussed the cost issues, then there was competition from getting preventives from other areas. And so we had to develop strategies to deal with this to keep as many of the doses in our practice as we could. And so we made it as attractive as possible for owners to get those preventives from us and explaining the benefits of why getting that for us. Now, when it comes to heartworm prevention, we have many, many choices. We've got oral choices, we've got topical choices, and we have one injectable choice. All of these preventives work really well if they are given according to label directions. And that means that if you're using anything that's a once a month, either the oral or the topical, that those have to be given on time every month, year round. And again, there are several hurdles to that. One is getting the supply in their hand. We really tried to get clients to take a 12-pack of a monthly medication home if that's what they were going to do. But we had many clients who got less than that or would even get it month to month. Number two, once you've got it in their hands, now we have another struggle. We have to ensure that they are giving it. And so we spent a lot of effort, a lot of staff time entering reminders, calling clients every month, reminding them to give them, making sure that they had an app or something on the calendar that would remind them we did every single thing we could. But when we put that in the owner's hands, there's always an opportunity to miss a dose. When I was transitioning from practice into my specialty role that I have now, a client came in and told me a story of how her mother, who was also a client, did not give all of the doses of monthly prevention. And when I reviewed the records, I saw that she bought a 12-pack every single year for the previous 10 years and had never failed to buy a dose for her one dog. And she only had the one dog. So when I checked the records, I said, yeah, but she's buying them, so obviously she's giving them. She said, no, she's not. This young lady was babysitting for her mom or pet setting for her mom and found a box with three unused doses in the trash. When the mother returned home from this trip, she said, Mom, why are you throwing these away? She said, I have an appointment with Dr. Adolph in three weeks. I'll just get some more then. She said, Mom, these are still good. You can use these. And the lady told her daughter, and I quote, 
I'm not going to listen to that man yell at me because I miss these doses. It's just easier to buy a new box. And that was a huge light bulb moment for me that when you sell a monthly prevention, it doesn't ensure that it's getting into the dog. So we know this, that clients really struggle to give medications on time. That's where the one product that is an injectable, ProHeart 6, is really the only way to ensure that a dog is uncovered for an entire six-month period. This is the one way that we can tell if there is a gap in coverage and if there's any question as to a lack of efficacy case. Is it true resistance? Is it a compliance issue? Utilizing ProHeart 6 is the only way to ensure that the medication was given as it should be. In addition, as I think back to my days as a practice owner, it was very, very important that we were a profitable entity, that we were able to make money every month, make money every year, so that we could reinvest in the clinic, we could get new equipment, we could give team members raises so that we could retain them long-term because that continuity of care and having the continuity of staff is enormous. You cannot even begin to measure that on a bottom line. So it was very important to me to be profitable. To that end, a study was done looking at ProHeart 6 utilization and looking at what happened at the second dose. So this is the second time a dog would ever receive a ProHeart injection, not the first, not the fifth, not the 15th, but the second dose. 18 veterinary practices across eight states from 2009 to 2014 were evaluated, and this included dogs receiving their second dose within five to seven months of their initial dose. What was determined looking at all of these cases was that at that second dose, which was six months later, 21% of these dogs, a new medical issue was addressed at this point. So that's 353 out of 1,626 cases. Of those 353 cases, 315 had a new medical condition diagnosed. So this clearly indicates that these dogs were having a medical issue that needed addressed and without coming in for that second visit would have gone unaddressed. And these medical issues ran the gamut from dermatological issues, dental issues, orthopedic issues, GI issues, eye issues, cardiac issues, etc. So these are new things that were indeed problems that needed to be addressed. In addition, at that visit, additional services or products were obtained almost 80% of the time, 78% of the time. So 1,283 out of these 1,626 did additional met services such as vaccinations or additional heartworm testing or fecal flotation or blood work or treating an ear infection or doing some type of a skin tie psychology and additional products were purchased such as, you know, just pet supplies, flea and tick control. Oh, by the way, while I'm here, I need to get this other thing that's much needed, refilling allergy medications, non-steroidals. So all of these things happened while they were there for their second dose. On average, the ACT for this visit was $121, and the average cost to the veterinarian for the ProHeart for just the product was about $12, $12 $12.32. Additionally, those additional products and services averaged an additional $75.17. So in addition to 
providing for year-round heartworm control and also ensuring that it's getting into the patient. These additional conditions were detected and additional medications and services were administered at that time. And it's important to note that many of these patients who receive a first dose are going to return for that second injection in that five to seven month time period. Additionally, when utilizing ProHeart 6, the competition or the ability for an owner to obtain heartworm prevented from a source that's not our veterinary hospital goes away because the only place that they're going to be able to get a ProHeart injection is from their veterinarian. So if you're tired of dealing with script requests for medications, we have a way to minimize those utilizing ProHeart 6 as our heartworm prevention of choice. And I, as a practice owner and a practicing veterinarian, have always seen the need for owners to get their medication from the veterinarian more so than anywhere else. We've mentioned that this is a way in the medical record to troubleshoot any problem. So if there's ever a heartworm positive case that's received prevention, we can definitely see if there's gaps in coverage. If they're doing monthly medications, really all we can go by is how much we sold them. And that is making a huge assumption that they're getting it from us. If they're getting it from somewhere else, then all we can do is script requested in the computer. We don't know if they got it. We don't know the source of it. We do not know if they were given on time. So there's a lot of potential holes in the net by utilizing the monthly prevention when trying to troubleshoot a potential lack of efficacy case. In addition, getting the medication from the veterinarian ensures the health of the practice because this is going to help with the profitability of the practice and help have a viable, sustainable business entity for this practice to exist in the long term for decades to come so that those pets can always come to your practice for care. We cannot help them if we cannot afford to keep our doors open. And additionally, when you utilize these medications, you have the full backing of the manufacturer. So that's one of the things when clients would want to get it online, the thing that we would tell them is getting it from us, even if we are a dollar or two a dose higher, let me tell you what you're getting for that dollar or two a month. If there's any problems, we have the full backing of the manufacturer. They have been known to help pay for additional diagnostics to run down a problem, additional treatments should that become necessary. So there's a lot of different reasons why we want to do this. So from the health of the practice standpoint and the health of our patients, we want to make sure that they get these much-needed medications. And there are tremendous medical reasons to keep a dog on heartworm prevention year-round, to keep them on flea and tick prevention year-round. There's definitely a medical need for that. But there's also a great need for the practice to make sure that this happens. So thank you for listening to this podcast on heartworm and parasite prevention and why heartworm disease preventives matter not only to your patient, but also to your bottom line. Thank you very much. Dr. Adolph, thank you for sharing your insights and expertise with our listeners today. To all of our listeners, thank you for spending time with us. We hope that you found the information shared in this session useful. If you would like to learn more about this topic, please be sure to check out our related programs, which you can access on vetfolio.com. 
Let us know what you thought about today's session and what topics you would like to hear on future podcasts. You can connect with the Vetfolio team via email at support at vetfolio.com. Thank you to our podcast sponsor, Zoetis, for their support of this Vetfolio educational podcast. To all of our listeners, have a great day.